0: Welcome to the Struggling Pastors podcast, real conversations about ministry and life with Israel Gomez and Tian Doan. This podcast is a recording of a real conversation between two friends who just happen to be struggling pastors. Mr. Gomez, how you doing? I'm doing
1: good, man. I am doing good. Much better today after working through some uh, identity theft stuff, but uh, well, how about yourself, man?
0: Yeah, doing doing uh doing all right, doing all right. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, we got a lot to cover, and uh, I know uh um, we're both kind of short on time, so th- let's kind of jump into it. Um, we're working through a a series uh, that we're calling "Advice to Struggling Pastors: What I Wish Someone Told Me Before I Became a Pastor," and um we we came up with uh seven. Uh, words of advice that we would give, or at least I would give, and, and you're giving me your thoughts on, on these seven uh, words of advice. Uh, advice that uh, I would give to a new pastor or a struggling pastor, and there are seven pieces of advice, and um, uh, we're going to be talking about the second, number two, um, but let me go over what the, the seven were, and uh, we're today we're going to tackle the uh, the second piece of advice. Um, uh, number one, be patient and prepare for the long haul. That was last, uh, last Episode Uh, number two, find friends in ministry, number three, get to know yourself better, number four, invest in family in your family, number five, combat ministry idolatry, number six, make disciples personally. And then number seven, be ready for spiritual warfare. So uh, those uh, those are the seven uh, words of advice that we would give, or I would give to uh, new or struggling pastors. And today we're going to be discussing Israel and I going to be discussing um, uh, advice number two: um, find friends in ministry. Uh, Israel, what's your first reaction when you when you hear that uh, as a piece of advice? Find friends in ministry.
1: Um. My first reaction is, it's pretty essential. It, it, it is uh, for a lot of reasons, but uh, it's it's for encouragement, for help, um, to be, I mean, encouraged, just be lifted up when you're down, um, to get advice. I mean, there's just so many reasons why it's so important, but uh, uh, that, those are just a few that, that stand out right away. How about for you, man?
0: So, um why, why do you think uh, it, it, it is important to find friends in ministry? And this is what people who are not uh, pastors um, don't realize, that the pastoral job, even though you are out in front of people and, and like a lot of people know who you are, it's like uh, uh, more people probably know your name than, than you know their name. You know, there's there's people like, they, you know, oh, you're the pastor at church or, you know, somebody's... Uh, and, you know, the more people know who you are. And so you're always around people. Mm-hmm. People come up to you, you know, and they ask you questions about the Bible, ask you your advice. And it seems like uh, it seems like, hey, you're you know, sometimes you're like the life of the party. But what people don't realize, it is uh, a quite lonely job, um, especially being the the senior pastor, the lead pastor or the a solo pastor of the church. People don't realize how lonely it is. I mean, do you uh, do you agree with that? Um
1: you know I have heard that a lot from people from pastors and I'm not saying it's not true I think there is loneliness that comes in leadership but for me personally that I haven't felt that uh, um uh, cuz I man I just I have friends I've got a lot of I've got a lot of ministry friends and some really close ones yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not denying it. I'm just saying yeah, yeah. I, I hear it a lot, but it just hasn't been. So my would opinion.
0: you let, let me, uh, well, let me, let me, uh, you, you, push back on me a little bit here. Um, and I, maybe I'm, I'm how, probably how many, weirdo. What, what, how many, how many of your, your, uh, friends are pastors or ministry people who do not go to your church? Um, you know, how many
1: I, um. You know, off the top of my head, I, I don't totally know. I mean, there's a, like, I think of a couple in town that we hang out with that do not go to our church, but we're friends. I I might say we, I mean like my wife and I uh, will spend time with them. Um, I think of uh, like another planting friend who's in a totally different city. Um, you know, other than you, like another guy, I taught just a long time. You know, we've been friends for over 20 years and we plant at the same time. We talk every week, sometimes a couple times a week. We planted at the same time and, you know, we just share, share ideas and woes and, and joys. And so I don't know how many though. So so the
0: reason why you don't feel lonely is you're actually doing what I'm, I'm trying to get people to do is to say like, you need to find friends, uh, who, um, are outside your church and friends that understand what you're, what you're going through. Because one of the things that like, for example, um, uh, Friendship with church members, it's good. I mean, I have uh, great friends, um, but the thing is, friendship, they can't be your only friends because uh, church members have no idea uh, what you're going through. Like they don't know the weight of the church, you know. Maybe even if maybe even you know you got leaders and elders, they don't fully understand the pressure that you're under. And then also like uh, friendship with your spouse. I mean, uh, that, those are essential. But what I'm saying is, for for the long term of ministry, like like you need to be friends with your spouse. You need to be friends with people in the church. But you need to also have some uh, a group of of uh, uh, brothers or sisters, friends of uh, other ministers. Um, from outside the church, because it's, it's the other pastors that actually really understand what you struggle with. Right. So um, imagine if your only uh, confidants or your, your only friends are your church members, like if something that stresses you out about like, like, you know, something at the church happens and like, are you going to call a member of the church to complain about, you know, church problems? right so that that's yeah. what i'm i'm saying that's the re- reason why it's it's important to find friends uh friends in ministry uh, outside uh outside the church
1: mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you agree with that Mate, hey absolutely and I, and like once again i'm not denying that's an issue i'm just think man i think i've i've gotten a real gift for, uh with some friends outside the church that have been very positive and helpful to yeah. my soul you yeah. know um so so without yeah. that
0: though without that i mean uh, can't like what would it be like? Um, dude, like,
1: yeah, uh, that man, I, I have never actually thought of that question. Uh, and I'll tell you, you know what, that'd be really hard, that'd be extremely hard. I, th- I think you would kind of feel crushing, probably honestly, to be honest about it. I think, uh, because there wouldn't be somebody to go to when you're like, man, I thought this, it didn't go well, and or whatever, you know, and like just someone maybe who has a uh, just an outside perspective and they're for you you know so uh that'd be hard uh that'd be really tough and i and it makes me wonder i wonder how many guys are kind of in that boat i i mean i'm i'm super extroverted too like and i know like not it's not every pastor there's a lot of intro, guys that are more wired to be introverted and so maybe that's harder um i can't identify with that totally but i i think man that would be that would be really lonely and crushing i think for me so yeah,
0: uh, do you do you think um, pastors, most pastors out there, um, have a good network and and, and you know um, a good network of friends out, uh, uh, outside the church? Um, you know, pa- uh, friends with other pastors. Because the, the the interesting thing is, I uh, especially older pastors. I don't know if it's like a generational thing. Like there was a lot of uh, competition between churches um, in past generations that I've noticed, you know, like older pastors would be serving um, together in the same city, but they would never, never get to know each other or meet them. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. I don't know, I uh, like, Dude, do you see this as an
1: issue? Yes, I, I for sure. You know what? I don't know when this happened exactly. And I, I'm, you know, I, I'm not, I've noticed something very similar. I remember observing just guys that were older than me, like just boomer pastors and and look, and you know, and it, it's not totally fair for me out to to critique it cuz I, you know, I didn't live w- with what they grew up with. It's a, it's a different uh it's a different time, but but I saw that like a competition with each other and an unwillingness to network together. And there was a shift, I think for me, for for guys my age and younger, the network of churches and other pastors became more important. Um, at least, yeah. I mean, just observationally, I, I think that was just a real thing. And seeing your know, other churches as a competition instead of like, you know, hey, we're in the kingdom together. Like, you know, I don't go to your church, and I, I've got my own work and my own responsibility, but we're really in this together. Um, and that that's a helpful piece and a shift. I don't know when that happened, but th- there was a shift in our lifetime for sure. I I think.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, um, what, like if, if, if you're only friends, um, well, let's just, uh, let me ask this question this way. If, uh, if you're only, fr- if you don't have any friends, uh, with other pastors, um, at other churches, what are some of the liabilities, uh, w- would come with that? If, you know, if, if your only friends are, you know, your, your spouse and your church members, um what, you know, what can be the problem, uh, with that? What are some of the things that could unhealthy things that could pop out of that?
1: Um, you know what? I, I think, I, well, I think, first of all, I think you learn a lot by looking at other tribes. I I just really think, you know, look, look, I'm in like Acts 29 and, and kind of this Baptistic tribe, but you know, what? I learn a lot from like Presbyterians and, and others, um, that I just wouldn't know about. I mean, just for example, I think of a, a practitioner like Tim Keller. He's not in my tribe. He is because we're you know we're more reformed, but he's he's a Presbyterian. You know, like that's. A, I think you just kind of you would get more inward. You would kind of. I think the consequences of not looking outside or learn being willing to learn from other tribes and other networks and other pastors is that you just really kind of get stuck in your stuff. And so you really can't sharpen anything that needs to be sharpened. And I, and I just think, you know, you're better off. You're going to learn more if you look at, if you learn from others. You know what? Maybe maybe that tribe's really good. I mean, just for example, really good at prayer. And and we're really not that strong at prayer. You know, maybe we understand it theologically, but we're not really practicing it in a way that's really vibrant. And you, you kind of look at some other denom or, or a local church and you're like, and you're like, wow, they, you know, this seems to be this, you know, really good thing and you're doing it well and, uh, you know, what? why not learn from them? You know, if it's right, it's biblical. and Anyway, so I, I think the consequences, it's going to, you're going to be internal and you're just not going to grow. Right.
0: Yeah. So. Um, that's actually um, one of the things I, I wrote down as, as what, one of the things that could happen is that, is that, um, you're not going to have, uh, any, any new ideas. You're, you know, um, like my best ideas or the best things that I've done at at my church is when I've uh you know talked to talked to a pastor and and this is how how our um friendship your you and me you know mm-hmm. we we um Uh, We kick ideas around with each other. Like, Hey, I'm thinking about this thing. And, you know, you tell me what you've done, or you told me your experience and, and and I learn from you. And, but I do that with, with other pastors and, you know, we have this different cohorts and, and just fellowship with other pastors. And, um, uh you know when i when i talk to them this is where i get my best ideas is from is from other pastors uh and if i didn't have them i would just be asking you know the, the same people in the church and we're just going to be keeping uh we're going to keep doing what we've always done and uh you know it's just not a, a great source of idea like you said you, you'll you'll get stuck mm-hmm. um yeah the, the other thing is i i think the other thing that can happen and let's hear what you think about this is um you know you you that sense of, uh, and, and I'll say it again, the sense of loneliness, sense that kind of this woe is me, like that no one understands what I'm going through. And, and I, I see a lot of pastors. I meet a lot of pastors who, um, uh, almost get into this, this mm. depression mode because they feel like, they feel like a martyr. They feel like a martyr. Like I'm, I'm the only one that's going through this. People don't understand how hard this is. And, 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 they don't realize that, um, they don't realize that, man, uh, like what you're struggling with, like every other pastor struggles with those same, same problems, those same insecurities, those same challenges. And, and you're not the only one, you know? So, so I feel like, um, to realize that I'm not the it's only true. one, there's other people who are going through the same thing. Like, for example, I, I, um, I'm thinking back to one of my favorite stories in the Bible, um, the story of Elijah, you know, Elijah has his big victory on Mount Carmel, but then the very next day he wants to kill himself. He's running away from God and he's like, man, he's sitting under a broom tree and he's saying, God, I pray that I might die. And I'm the only one that's been faithful. And then later on he learns like, no, no, there's a hundred other prophets hiding out in those caves. Like, yeah. you, like there's a hundred others and there's 7,000 who have not bowed the knee. Like, hey, quit, quit mm-hmm. your whining, quit your, you know, uh, like, like, like don't, you're, you're not a martyr. You're not the only one. There's other people who are struggling with the same thing. And, and that's one of the things when I get around other pastors and there's a sense of like, like, like uh uh veterans, like soldiers, veterans of, of wars, you know, you, 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 you look at each other, you know, and. Mm-hmm you, you recognize like, man, you've been through some, some scrapes just like me, right? Like you realize like, okay, man, uh, you get, you get it, you get how hard it is. And there's a sense like, okay, there's this camaraderie. I'm not alone. Other people know what I'm going through. You know, they've made it. So, so just the feeling that I'm not alone and other people understand, like some, Mm -hmm. sometimes I just need to, to vent to, and this is the reason why I call you sometimes, you know, in the past. Like, I just need to, uh, someone who's faced similar problems. Like, I'm, I don't need, I, I don't actually need the answers, right? I just need someone to, to empathize. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know what it's like to get beat up after a board meeting, right? It's like, 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 mm-hmm. man, you, man, that really sucks. And you're like, yeah, I've been there, bro. Let me pray for you. And, and it's different because if, if you call someone who, um, and you talk to them who's never been through that, you know, they're going to give you this fake, like, I don't know, like, uh, empathy, like, man, you don't know. And they'll give you yeah, some words yeah. of advice. Like, uh, you know, like you don't know, you, you, you know, like, you know, just so, just the idea of com- camaraderie yeah. and, and like battlefield, uh, fellowship. And like, we were, you understand what it's like to, to be on this side of the front lines, right? So, so you're not alone. You know, that, so mm-hmm. that's the, that's the thing. Someone who understands and relates to to the weight of ministry, I think that's that's one of the reasons why it's important to to have you know friends to make friends outside of, uh, yeah, um, uh, with other pastors outside of your church.
1: Yeah, man, I, I couldn't imagine doing it another way. That it would it would be lonely, and so yeah, yeah, that those friendships outside have been extremely important to me and helpful to me and life giving to me um, man, for all those same reasons, I, man, I just, I'm for that, man. Um, hey, you know, you know what what I think of as well, uh, like friends, you know, um, like outside, I think of, I I don't know if this is the same category that you're thinking. I'm just thinking of things like cohorts and coaching and, you know, building other and and going to even conferences, right. Where you meet others that are, that are it's just more of the network. It's more you're learning from other other guys that have. Yeah, let's
0: get to that at the end. That's actually one of my where I want to get to later on. Like like, how do we actually do this, right? How do we actually do this, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. What what other any other reasons? I, I got one more, but do you have any other reasons why you would say for, for that dude who who doesn't really have friends outside of uh doesn't have a, you know it's not connected with other pastors? Um. Uh, yeah. What yeah. would you say uh, to him as a reason why he 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 should? I have one more.
1: Um, um You know what? I, I don't right now. I mean, other beyond the growth, beyond the encouragement uh, and the sharpening. Um, no, I, I don't know, man. What do you got?
0: Um, okay. Uh, the one I have is that you like the reason why you need to have uh, friendships with other pastors is like you need someone else um, to be able to. Uh, call you on your on your BS, on your bl- blind spots, on your um, you know on your stuff, right? To keep you accountable, because this this is the reason. Um, uh, church people, um, even if you're great friends with with you know your your board of elders or whatever, um, it's harder uh, for, it's really hard for a church member to keep their pastor, um, accountable or keep them in check to, to challenge them. I mean, you, you, you might have a few relationships that, that people will challenge you, but you know, they'll, it'll, it'll probably have to be something really big before, um, a church member will get in your face. Right. But, but another pastor would see like, Hey man, you're, um, you're going into some dangerous territory. You better stop it. Like I, I, I could see that, you know, so I, I would say that there's even better accountability because uh, other pastors will actually know they they could spot the warning signs and they'll, they could call you out on, on stuff, um, that other people won't. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, wh- yeah. what do you think nope, about dude, that? For, uh, for sure, dude, because they're, well, they're an expert. They're a fellow, I mean, they're a peer and a fellow expert in your exp- so, man, that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely, especially since they can anticipate the things that um, that you would go through. So, I, I think uh, no, I think that's really good. I think that's true. I, I mean, I can see. I'm just thinking, but in my own life, when has a fellow pastor call, you know, done that for me, given me that gift, you know, call me out on something? I, um, I've, I, yeah, I've seen it happen. Where I, I think of a, a time where a guy just said, "Hey, I think you owe that guy an apology." for, for whatever, I don't know, something I said to him or whatever. And, and like hearing that from another pastor was like, and at the time a fellow elder, I was like, hmm, wow, that was right. Like, I didn't even have to discuss it. It wasn't like a wound. It was like, man, that makes sense. I think I didn't see that, but he did. You, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. It's funny. Cause some of my closest friends to this day um, are people that called me to the carpet on some, some stuff that I didn't realize I didn't want to recognize and say, Hey, you need to work on this, you know, um, or, or people that I actually challenged. And I said, Hey, um, there's this issue that, man, you gotta, you gotta keep this in check because, uh, you know, and because of that, we became even closer friends, um, because there's trust there, you know, because there, there, there's trust there that w- when you are able to speak into another person's life. Um. Yeah. Like you know, we we try to do that for each other, right? I mean, you know, we have access into each other's life. Like man, absolutely, um, absolutely. uh, Like. I'll tell you, like, dude, I think that's a terrible idea. I mean, you, man, <laughs> I know you, you do. You don't <laughs> listen half the time, but that's okay. Uh, no, right? just but, but, well, that's but, only
1: but, on the major ones. Just like a major <laughs> idea, that's that's one. Yeah. I'm like,
0: no, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, th- that's the thing. You, you need to, and and that's important because, um, man, we're human, and we need we need to be accountable, and uh, it's the church will give you church members will give you a little bit too much grace on certain things. Right. Um, and man, uh, not and, always, <laughs> not always. Yeah. No, no, uh, but no, and, I know what you're saying. I know where you're, you're going. On. Yeah, so, But they, 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 uh, but also just lay people, they don't, they don't spot. They, they, they can't spot things as fast as other pastors. Cause they're like, Hey man, like that, Hey, you, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to build that building or you're trying, Hey, you're trying to do this thing. You're trying to like, is that, is that because, is that about you? Is that, you know, are you doing this because of pride or yeah. like, you know, because they've been there, you know, you, yeah. so you need to have someone who, who's been there to, to call oh, you yeah. out and to know
1: totally, totally, especially, you know? yeah, man. And that's right. And that's a great example of work because, because church people are going to be like, heck yeah, we want that. You know what I mean? Like, and, and then, and it might be a good thing, but it's, it's also, yeah, just really addressing those motives, especially, yeah. That's huge. So, weird.
0: so what, um, you're, since you're the expert of of just uh, mr relational guy out there making friends with everyone uh, what what do you think gets in the way of uh, making um, you know become making friends with other pastors and we, we're saying it's important and I, I don't think anyone would argue with us um, but what do you think what are some of the things that gets in the way of making you know friends with other pastor um man
1: you know I Hey, I think, you know, as, as basic as this, I think there's a very fundamental thing that, um, gets in the way for a lot of people and it's just the, the basic trust issue. Um, I mean, which is a whole man, big topic in of itself. Just, I think trust with God and then trust with our fellow man is an issue in this broken life. Right. Um, and so uh, you know that's one of them i mean maybe it's because uh, a pastor has experienced being burned before or you know they shared something and they got burned you know or whatever and, or they thought maybe they were just examined too soon in a relationship i, I mean i don't know like i mean i just think for me what it just kind of re- it's just the whole trust thing it's just like you know what they, don't, they got burned and so then they're not willing to step out and and be vulnerable um, and trust and be, and be weak, you know, and not have all the answers. And, uh, you know, as a, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say that's some, couple of things just stand out to me for what get in the way of those relationships, you know, because that's what you're, you're going to be vulnerable. You're like, man, you know, like I really failed in this, you know, when you're trying to like do something, you're, you're, you're doing something where you're pouring your whole life into, you know? You're not going home and going, yeah, dude, I've clocked out. Like, I, I don't care anymore. I could care less. It's just a job. This is so much more than that. I mean, this is, uh, and so, yeah, you really have to be vulnerable, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wrote that down too. You gotta be vulnerable. Cause a lot of times we, we, we show up and we're kind of, um, comparing ourselves with each, uh, w- w- uh, you know, with, um, each other, um, and like, you know, how big is your church? Um, and we're trying to, you know, there's a pecking order and we, we, we want to present our, uh, because we're, we're in competition, we're comparing, we want to, um, uh, put our best foot forward. So, so we, um, aren't, aren't fully honest with, with what our struggles are, you know, um, we're not mm-hmm. fully honest and we, we, you know, we're not vulnerable. We're still protective. Um, so I, I think, I think that's one thing. I think judging people, you know, mm-hmm. like, like a lot of times we make, uh, quick judgments about other pastors, other ministries. And, um, you know, th- this is a thing. Um, uh, a lot, I think this day's. um, uh, happily coming to, to an end, um, in, in our generation and the one after us is that, you know, the whole denominational thing, like, oh, we only hang out with pastors in this denomination and who believe in exactly this theology, you know, who Mm -hmm. pray the same way, who read the same books, who preach the same, you know, and, and to realize that, that, um, uh, like to stop judging people who, who, who follow Jesus, differently than you like maybe they pray differently maybe they preach a little bit different maybe they their theology is a little bit different but but man they're still friendship you know they're they're still godly they're still serving jesus uh, it's still on the same team right totally. so not, not making that judgment and not not like assuming that you could only be friends with people who are exactly like you right so mm-hmm. i i would say you know that those those things get in the way mm-hmm. um uh, let's get some advice here, okay? Um, if if there's people right now who are trying to figure out how to, like, hey, I they realize like, man, I need to, uh, I, I need to find um, some other pastors to to connect with. Um, what would you recommend? You, you mentioned two things before. You mentioned mentioned coaching and cohorts. So what do you mean by that?
1: Okay, so you know, one of the things that I had heard um, when I started planting or looking at planting. Was hearing from others how important it was, or at least some were saying that the planters that were the most successful were the ones that were networked really well with like a network, you know. Um, And so that might be uh, just help, uh, financial help, um, friendship. The other one was uh, hearing that uh, those that were being that took on some coaching or not took it on like as they were coaching, but they got coached for a season. On some particulars, perhaps. Um, and uh, and the other piece was I had heard, and I can't even remember who said this, man. I probably heard it in a conference or something, that that it was really important to just get to know a lot of other planters in your stage. In the stage that's ahead of you, you know, twice removed, you know. Just a little bit ahead of you, maybe two or two. Because you just, they have seen things before you have. So... I don't know if that answers your question completely, but, uh, you know, so those are just some things that come to mind. I had heard that and I thought, man, that, that makes a lot of sense. And so, so when I'm talking about like coaching, I'm talking about actual, like, you know, maybe you're paying someone, um, to, to work through some of those nuts and bolts and, you know, aside from your, whatever your, your, um, your board or whatever your, uh, temporary board that you have, uh. But yeah, you're, and yeah. a lot of
0: the, a lot of these coaching uh things are, are they're doing a um, in a cohort model where there's a group of pastors being coached by one one coach, that's kind of the the popular way of getting a coaching. You know, I've 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 done that, I've received it, and I've I've uh, led um you know coaching cohorts. That's a great way of no, uh, getting to know other pastors and the building friendships. You know, coaching cohorts, um, networks. I um I, I would also add um man just city connections like other pastors in your city. Now you know it, 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 maybe pastors in past generations, um, you know who are seeing the other church down the street as competitive, uh, a competition um, might find this hard. But I remember like when I uh, first started planting, and every every place that I, I planted, this is what I did: is I actually uh, looked up every uh, all the pastors in the uh, community um, that I wanted to plant in, and I you know give them a call. And um, try to get lunch with them and try to, you know, try to um, get coffee with them. And just to get to know who's in your city. You know, some you connect with, some some you don't. You know, some are kind of, you know, wouldn't want to meet with you. But uh, there you'll find that there's other <laughs> pastors that, like, yeah. like, that really would. Like, hey, this is great. You know, you could be an yeah. encouragement to them. They could be an encouragement to you. You know, other things come out of it. Um, I actually, uh, interestingly, I would say... Um, find some like online friendships with other, with other pastors. Like, like it's, it's interesting that, um, a couple of, uh, ministry friends of mine, like I've never met in real life. I don't even know if we've been in the same state together, but I, you know, found them online because of, of this or that, um, and uh, I'm not even sure we've been in the same room together, but um, I found him um, doing, you know, on a podcast, like, you know, I was doing a different podcast and, and I, I called up some pastors to, to be guests on my podcast. This other guy was a podcaster and, and you know, he, I was a guest on his podcast and we, we became friends um, uh, because of that. And, and it's just online friends. Right. And, you know, we, mm-hmm. we talk to each other on Skype and email and, and social media, things like that. And so that, that's kind of interesting. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, another thing I would recommend, um, uh, another way, uh, to find pastors, uh, you know, that you could become friends with. Um, one of the things I really enjoy is to, to find like, find, I really recommend is to find pastors who actually like the same hobbies like you like, you know, there, there's something about like, like if you meet with a group of pastors. And it's in an official coaching um, time and, you know, uh, you're, you're talking to them and like, how's your church? Like, man, there's certain times that I just I want to talk about anything other than my church. Like I want to talk about other stuff. Right. But I also mm-hmm. want to talk about it with someone who knows my struggle. So I want to talk to another pastor about a different topic than church. Right. So it's Mm -hmm. interesting you go to these conferences or you go to these whatever cohort things and you get to know um, like like I like sports, you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. talking with other pastors about sports. Or this this is one of the another thing is um, I actually like writing, you know, I've written some books and I found out that there's other these other pastors that also they love writing. You know, they they're writers and um, we, you know, we geek out on writing. Um, you know, and it's just uh, finding other pastors who like the same hobbies, you know, like, you know, fishing or golfing and, and, and like like find, find friends that you could talk about, uh, uh, pastor friends that you could hang out and talk about uh, with other uh, about other things than just ministry. You know, I like cooking like, dude, I, I, I barbecue and, you know, man, I, I talk to other pastors who like cooking and we talk about barbecue and, and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. and I find that really enjoyable because we connect on, um, like we know that they're safe, be, like, like he's a pastor, he understands what it means to be a pastor, but he also like things that I, I like also, and we, and we don't always have to talk about ministry. Right. Mm-hmm. So totally. yeah, th- those are a couple of words of advice that, that I have. Um, uh, uh you got any, any thoughts there?
1: Um, no, I think that's really good, man. I just, I was just thinking, dude, like there's one dude, like, What, man, why is it? I always call him. I was like, well, we've been friends a long time, but also we're both like, we're involved with the arts. So it's one of the major, you know, he's a musician. I'm a musician. So it's huge, man. That commonality. I think that's really good, dude. That's really solid. That's all I got, man.
0: So uh, advice to struggling pastors. um, uh, The first was to be patient, prepare for long haul. And number two is find friends in ministry. You got to do it or else you're going to flame out and be a bitter old dude that no one wants to go to your church. And uh, yeah, that's no good, right? Um, That's terrifying. That is terrible. Yeah. Next episode, yeah. we're going to talk about number three, which is to get to know yourself better. Right. So we're going to dive deep inside. Um, talk about talk about that. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, uh, your comments on the uh, strugglingpastors.com. Uh, leave, go to our website, leave a comment at the bottom of the uh uh, in the comment section at the bottom of the page. Um, uh, love to hear what your thoughts on, on finding friends in ministry, why that's important and, and yeah, and, and the benefit of that. Okay. Uh, uh until next time. Hey, thanks Israel. Thanks for, for, uh, giving your thoughts. We'll talk to you next time.